Well, good morning and thanks for being part of the Tyler Glenn Show, TGIF, the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. Today on the show, we've got a snowfall warning for southern Manitoba. That 10 to 20 centimeters of snow looks like it is going to make an appearance this weekend. And we've got uh, the latest on that coming up. Also, Air Miles, parent company set to file for bankruptcy. We have some breaking news on that front. So don't rush out to the store this weekend and burn through your Air Miles. Okay? Because we have some breaking. This just broke this morning. And we've got the latest on Air Miles. Bernice is in Thailand on a dream vacation. Bernice and her husband are from Brandon. And Bernice and I have been friends for a while. She reached out. She's got pictures. She's even going to do some custom stuff for us as as early as next week. And we're going to go to Thailand. You would not believe who is paying the highest prices in North America for groceries. Oh, got some news on that coming up. Also, CD Saturday is happening uh, locally this weekend. And we've got a guy joining us. His name is Corey, and he's going to talk to us about growing our own food. What is good? What is going to not die on us? And what is going to be delicious and save us the most money? Corey will join us a little bit later this morning. And boy, it's it's going to be a very busy morning. Hang on to your hats. It's going to, oh, the doorbell rang. I don't know what that meant. That's some kind of notification. We also have some Westman Volleyball players set to join us. Westman Volleyball Club is fundraising to travel to Calgary for the Best of the West Nationals Tournament, and they're selling 50-50 tickets. Peyton and Katie join the show later this morning. I can't wait to see them. I hope this all works okay. And I want to say good morning to Tasha, Quinton, Canadian Spark Plug, and Gaetan. Good to have you start the day with us. Uh, We are broadcasting live on virtually all social medias this morning, including Facebook and TikTok and Twitter and YouTube. And we will do that until 20 past. And then we'll move exclusively to Twitch. We've got our own little club going on. And we'd like to have you come and join us. We're the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. And we have a lot of fun. We have breaking news this morning with regards to Air Miles. I can't wait to tell you about this. It's good news. It's good news. Air Miles will live. It's been saved. We'll tell you who saved it in just a minute. But first, let's deal with the weather situation. We do have a snowfall warning in effect for southern Manitoba. Here's a live shot of southern Manitoba on your Friday. Just a little bit of precipitation on the radar to start the day uh, and roads are looking good but this is going to change we are expecting significant snow and every weather agency environment canada the weather channel u.s weather service they're saying that this storm could get big and it's very unpredictable uh the bullseye appears to be saturday and there could be more watches and warnings or updates coming uh, that's all they've said is that there could be updates to what they've issued this morning this came in about five o'clock this morning uh the 10 to 20 centimeters of snow set for saturday into sunday And so if you've got some travel plans happening, you may want to just prepare for what could be coming. It could make for some really ugly driving conditions. And it's March. This is how it is. Thankfully, we don't get a whole lot of cold with this, but we do get some snow. It could be blown around and it could make driving hairy. Inspired by Jimmy Fallon, I thought, wouldn't this be a nice Friday tradition? Should we break this out? I wrote a song, a Friday song. 
and we will vote through the morning whether or not I should do. Th- and it's okay if I don't, because we got lots going on. We got lots to talk about. It's okay. I'm not a big singer. I'm usually like a karaoke guy. The bar has got to be open. Yay. <laughs> okay. But sometimes bad things can turn into fun traditions for Fridays. I've got my handy-dandy keyboard ready to go. Somebody's going to be walking around Western Manitoba in a Tyler Glenn Show hoodie. I got a notification. That's how I started my day. My phone went off at 5 o'clock this morning. Bing. Somebody has purchased a hoodie. Isn't that sweet? Oh, my gosh. Now, the Tyler Glenn Show store is not something that belongs to me. It's another partnership with an Ohio company, and the prices aren't exactly bargain basement, I'm going to tell you. And if you can get, if you decide that someday you'd like to get something, and they sell all kinds of stuff, it doesn't have to even just be Tyler Glenn Show stuff. Your best to ship it to border services because the U.S. shipping can get really hairy. And there are times they have free shipping in the U.S. if you buy over $80 and stuff. Spears 24, I also got a mug. Yes. Thanks for that. That's very cool. Well, thanks for that. Good morning, Gwen. I hope you have a good weekend and a safe one because we got snow coming. Lots and lots of snow. So yesterday, we got word that Air Miles is getting very close to filing for bankruptcy. Their parent company, the, the company that owns Air Miles. If you are one of those people who like to go shopping and collect stuff, and literally, I, I know people who buy stuff specifically so they can get the Air Miles. They'll have promotions where it's like double, triple Air Miles or whatever. It sent people into a panic yesterday when it was announced that their parent company could soon be filing for bankruptcy. But we've got word this morning that Bank of Montreal may swoop in with their cape. Saving air miles. I didn't have a chance to update this on social media. This just happened within the last hour. This is breaking news on the Tyler Glenn Show. Food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. Who thought that we would be so filled with information? So go ahead, spread the word. Bank of Montreal has just announced this morning a purchase agreement to acquire Loyalty One's Air Miles Rewards Program. What does this mean? So for BMO customers and all Air Miles collecting Canadians, as well as merchants and partners, the BMO acquisition of Air Miles would be a made-in-Canada opportunity to enable a reinvigoration for one of Canada's largest loyalty programs. BMO's acquisition of the Air Miles business is subject to court approval and regulatory approvals. But I got a ton of emails and DMs yesterday when I posted that Air Miles was likely going to go bye-bye. And and in reality, had the bankruptcy protection gone through that step one where they try to restructure to get their house in order. And then the next step is they just close it up. But that is not going to happen, according to this report. Okay, today is Friday. What is today? It's High Technology Professionals Day, International Day of Awesomeness. When was the last time you did something awesome? Oh, Quentin says, I blew mine on a Ninja Blender when I heard they were shutting down. To be fair, it makes amazing smoothies. What do you mean smoothies? What? I don't understand. Tequila goes in and then strawberries... And then, is that what they call a smooth? I'm I'm confused. You mean a margarita maker? You but don't sugarcoat it with me, mister. It's a margarita maker. It's a Bailey's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) International Awesomeness Day. You had to have something awesome happen in the last little while. Oh, Bernice is joining us from Thailand. And you know what? That's our beach cam today, Bernice. 
So run down to the beach and wave to us. We've got some of your pictures coming up later this morning. It's so cool. She says, good evening from Thailand. And normally when we do the beach cam, we like to have it lit up. And actually, this beach in Thailand does have some lighting to it. So we will go live there a little bit later. And uh, I'm going to do a quick rewind because it's too gorgeous. I mean, Bernice, you're in paradise. This is it's incredible. The, the pictures that you've sent and, and we've seen them on social media. Absolutely incredible. JP is in Edmonton. And it's the International Day of Awesomeness. It's Landline Telephone Day. Oh, I just canceled mine. So I can't I can't celebrate. Landline Telephone Day. I had to cancel it because to pay for the internet for this show, the Tyler Glenn show, I had to I had to reallocate resources. So I took the money that I would normally pay for a landline telephone and invested it in the internet for this show. I hope that was wise. I did not contact my financial advisor when I made that decision. So happy landline telephone day. It's Mario Day. I think that's a Pac-Man song, actually. Um, it's middle name Pride Day, National Blueberry Popover Day. It's Pack Your Lunch Day. Pack so make sure you pack your lunch. Uh, it's Salvation Army Day, US Paper Money Day, and it's Bagpipes Day. Okay, here we go. This is how you play the bagpipes. This You can use this. This is a party favor you can use at your next event. Say, I play the bagpipes. And if you've got two guys doing it. I see you need one guy just doing the, the low part. And then the other guy does the... Yeah, so that's 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 the real bagpipes. No, we're not we're not going to get into that too much. But happy bagpipes day! You can use that uh, little party trick at your next event. Today is also National Women and Girls HIV AIDS Awareness Day, National Preschoolers Day. If you've got a little preschooler, uh, happy National Preschoolers Day! And it's International Ranch Dressing Day. My special. My musical instrument, I bet you didn't know. You thought, oh, I played the saxophone, harmonica, and the spoons. I was inspired by the spoons. Look at this. Live. Live performance. Incredible entertainment on the Tyler Glenn Show. Just incredible. You wonder why people are linking their Amazon Prime account to their Twitch account to keep the show on the air. I love ranch. Ranch. Oh, ranch. Isn't, I'm, I'm totally a ranch addict. Drinking ranch, ladies, and just to start your Good Friday. Challenge. Drinking yes. an entire bottle of ranch. He's going to drink an entire bottle of ranch. He goes to the dollar store. Some some people. All right, I'm going to drink this entire bottle of ranch. Oh, oh, it does smell good. Oh, wow. Ah, it's oily and creamy. And, oh, oh, no. And he opened it on camera. He couldn't put anything else. Oh, is he going to hurl? Is he going to? No. Oh, look at. And why is and he's wearing a wool? Look at the look at the uniform the guy's wearing. Proud Walmart associate. <laughs> no kidding. I love Walmart. And the real this would not be nearly as funny if it was a guy like me, big guy, tight shirt, everyone on the internet going, "Hey, what's with the this fat guy should not be drinking ranch dressing." But no, it's always these skinny guys or girls. At 3 a.m. on a Saturday in Mexico, after we have gone to every pub and they've kicked us out and said, 
You have to go back to your room. Too much tequila. I got that look on my face. Anyway, don't think there's much more to this. Hopefully he doesn't. Yeah, he's pretending like he doesn't. The the taste is really good. Once you get past the taste, that's the best Mm. part. Mm. And so you're feeling guilty about putting like that little tablespoon of ranch on on your and you're saying to yourself, oh, I better watch the calories. Oh, ranch on pizza. Oh, yeah. Or the dip. Hey, if you got <laughs> this guy's just pounding it. Oh, and he's got a he's I got a ranch headache. I got a ranch headache. Some people get brain freeze, but no it's ranch headache. Thumbs up, buddy. Good job on chugging the ranch. You got to chug something because it's Friday. Happy Friday, pal. I don't know. We'll just keep on trucking and I'm not going to worry about it too much because I'm worried about the high price of groceries. And you should, too. A news report yesterday saying that, would you believe it, Manitoba and Saskatchewan, highest grocery prices in North America. Now, I had suspected this. I have suspected this for a very long time, but I was in California in August and this is when inflation was really starting to take off. It took off last spring. And I was surprised because when I I was in Los Angeles and I went to the grocery store, the grocery prices were similar to what we were paying in Little Brandon, or, or like. And I thought to myself, I've been to California, Southern California, a few times, and the first couple of trips I made there, you could notice that there was it was definitely a more expensive place to live, real estate without question. But food was another one. But this trip, I went, wait a second. Our prices have gone to California prices, and California has kind of stayed the same. This week, this kind of, I'm sorry, this kind of pissed me off a little bit. This, 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 this got me a little hot under the collar because I follow a group called the Winnipeg Penny Pinchers, and I found this. Maybe you, you saw this on my Facebook page, but they, they had hamburger on in Winnipeg for 99 cents, 99 cents a pound. Now, Obviously, this Safeway store was trying to likely get a, rid of some beef that they had had, and that that was probably sitting around too long. But still, what that did is is it opened my eyes to a whole bunch of incredible, like I'm talking jaw dropping deals that they are getting in Winnipeg that we are real. I don't think we are seeing outside of Winnipeg. Here's another one. This with bags of onions and bags of carrots for a dollar forty nine. Manitoba and Saskatchewan paying some of the highest grocery prices in North America. The explanation being, and I have said this since the beginning of time, we live the furthest away geographically from warm weather. That's just reality for Saskatchewan and Manitoba. CTV uh, actually wanted to see in real time last night on the news, CTV Winnipeg, this is uh, this is the reporting from Michael Delamonte last night. Have a look at this. And as you can see, once we hit twenty, there's a grocery. There's a grocery prices over the years, and then when we start, and that makes sense. It, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Going up even higher with a set with a increase of fourteen point six four percent from January twenty twenty two to January twenty twenty three, just a couple months ago. Okay, so you can see that you know it's it's this is the real kicker right here. Is I'm just going to pause this. Take a look at this. Okay. Sorry, Michael. You look like you're sleeping on the job. He's, I just paused it. Grocery prices. Look at Manitoba and Saskatchewan there. The Canadian average, 9.3%. And here comes Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Alberta is, is NBC 
are not too, too far behind, but look at Ontario. And it's because they're closer to the mild weather and they can get fresh fruit and vegetables and a lot of the manufactured stuff at a better price than than we can. Gaetan says, went to Grand Forks, grocery prices were the same, but in US dollars. Gaetan, I do find that, and I hate to say this because I'd like to buy Canadian produce where I can, but check produce. Things like your fruit and vegetables, especially the fresh stuff. And I was rather disappointed when I was in, in the States and saw that it is quite the price difference. And it has to do with our taxes and gas. Our gas, to get the get it that extra hour into Canada, they've got to tack on a whole bunch of extra money. So if you happen to be in the States, uh, take a look at your fresh fruit and vegetables. Just know your prices. Because the last time I was there, and it wasn't that long ago, uh, there was quite quite the difference. So they took a on CTV, they took a, a basket of groceries, compared them from province to province. And again, having been in California in August, one of the most expensive places in the United States to eat, their prices were very comparable to what I was seeing in Manitoba at that time. This is why we're going to have a special guest on a little bit later this morning to talk about um, how we can grow some of our own food. That's probably the best thing. Any savings on produce typically seen during Canada's summer growing season. There we go. When less distance for shipments has to be traveled. In the meantime, however, Smythe says consumers may be faced with higher prices for certain items like produce that don't necessarily keep up with quality. He uses the example of cauliflower he recently found already browning on the store shelf. Again, we live in a very remote area. I know people think, oh, no, remote is like Yukon. And North- no, 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 Manitoba and Saskatchewan, when you, when you actually go and travel around the rest of the world, we are in the middle of nowhere. And now we are paying for it with our pocketbook. The, the price of food to get it to us is really crazy. We're going to ju- we're going to have our special guest join us after eight. So, what do you think? Should I whip this out? Let's let's see if I wrote the song. This is look at my keyboard. Can I start this up? I hope you can hear this. Should have another camera angle. So, here's my keyboard, and we got we got to get a Friday song going. Let's let's jack this puppy up here. I should have thought this through a little bit better. D me me me. It's Friday. Let's get the keyboard going here. Let's see. Can I get some drums? Can I get some drums? That's, I hope. Oh, yeah. That's a little fast. How do I turn the tempo down? Okay. I don't care what your mama says. Weekend time is near. I don't care what your daddy says. Weekend time is dear. All I know is my work is done. And it's time to chill and have some fun. I wish it was the weekend today. I wish it was the weekend today. I don't care what the mayor says. Weekends are full of cheer. I don't care if he thinks it's a lie. The weekend will soon be here. I don't care about the CIA. 
I don't care what the calendar says. I wish it was a weekend today. I wish it was a weekend today. It's Friday. Thank you, London. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, London. I wish it was a weekend today. My four-year-old son loves your song. I, I, I wrote that. It's based on Jimmy Fallon's Christmas song, and I was inspired by Jimmy. What can I say? And I just put batteries in in my little keyboard here, and I, I spent most of the night practicing for you. Hope you liked it. It's been so long since I performed. It's going to be stuck in my head all day, Chad says. I'm glad I'm selling T-shirts. <laughs> Oh, my dog is tilting her head, looking at the monitor. Encore, encore. That's all I know. I have to get another song. I might have to take requests. Friday, key, keyboard Friday. It's Bailey's and keyboard Friday on the Tyler Glenn Show. Mosh pits all around Westman. <laughs> oh, mosh pits. With the spoons. I need my own bed. I just got off the floor from laughing. New Starjet theme. Love your show. It's awesome. Oh, thanks, Ziggy. Oh, Ziggy's in Newfoundland. We're coast to coast. Calgary, Edmonton, Newfoundland. That made my day. Good to hear from you, Ziggy. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. We're going to find out how to grow our own food and what the rules of that game are, because I can safely say I think I grew onions once and dill once. You better settle down. You're going to find yourself opening up for Tim McGraw this summer at Country Thunder. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Tim McGraw will take to the stage shortly. But first, the most horrible singing you've ever heard in your life played on a nursery school keyboard by a man in his basement named Tyler. Can you hear me okay? You can? can Yes. Hey, good morning. It's it's Cody or Corey? Cody. Cody. Cody, it's good to have you along. Um, yes. t- tell tell me what you do. What what is it that you do for Neo Newts? Well, thank you, Tyler, for having me on today. Um, Neo Newts, I run and operate Brandon's first uh, year-round urban vertical farm. An urban vertical. We specialize in microgreens and aquaponically grown leafy greens. So, what is a vertical farm like? It, to me, yep. it just sound it sounds like a. Is it a high? A, it, are you you got a bunch of boxes on a high rise and you're like a greenhouse or how does that work? Well, we approach it from a couple different ways. We have racks of uh, for our microgreens. Uh, they're one of our quickest crop rotation from seed to harvest is only seven to ten days. Then we also have our aquaponic system, which is a one thousand five hundred and eighty gallon reservoir housing twenty four. Um, ornamental koi and we're basically using some beneficial bacteria to process the waste from the fish in a recirculating system Um, due to the nitrate found in our system we're able to grow our leafy greens such as uh, lettuce in a third of the time and because the water is recirculating constantly we're only using a third of the uh, water consumption of conventional agriculture okay so hang on a second you're taking you're taking fish crap where's this happening (laughs) uh, actually we're on 752 first street wow there's a solid catch though i don't want any uh misinformation about this uh fish crap okay Um, Okay. it's actually a solid catch 
and that filters the solids out. Um, it's actually the ammonia from the uh, fish waste that we're u- utilizing. Well, and it, you know, so the it, bacteria pro- uh, pretty much takes the ammonia from the fish pretty much is uh, processed into nitrate from the bacteria, and between the lava stone and the uh, roots of the plants, it filters out the water, returning it back to the fish completely clean. I totally get it. I would st- I would eat the food. I to- I totally would. I would totally eat the food. Mm-hmm. I think that it's worth noting that it's been for generations pig crap beef crap all the i mean that is nature's fertilizer and i think it's kind of ingenious that you've been able to yep. create this system where it's fish doing this and then you run it through all this filtration system very very cool and then this is happening in brand how big is this place like how big is your facility um, right now we have a 1200 square foot commercial space, but this month we're also launching a modular grow pod housed inside of a sea can. It's going to be capable of producing 3,580 heads of lettuce every single month. So we're going to be having an 890 heads of lettuce rotation every week. Wow. And this is, and so how? And we're so, looking at uh, integrating our aquaponic technology into the sea can so that we're able to open up uh, year round food production to northern communities, is my direction we're trying to take the sea cans in. What about sunlight, though? My question is so we've got it fertilized, and obviously soil's not a problem, and, yep. and water's not a problem, but what about sun? Because we don't have a lot of sun. Do you have to use like hydroponic lamps, or how does that work? Um, yeah, most of uh, all of our grows are supplementing light in. Um, Um, The actual aquaponic technology is actually quite old in itself. Um, If you were to go back to the uh, Aztec civilization, when their rivers would flood their farmlands, they would actually make wicker boats and float their crops on top of the water. If you were to go over to uh, anywhere in Asia growing rice, the uh, rice paddies are stocked with koi fish. It's a very old symbiotic relationship between fish and the plants and filtering and returning the water back to them, pretty much filtered out and cleaned. Um... However, this has taken a big leap in modern uh, down in uh, Australia. So they don't actually have to supplement light like us because we have a short grow season. They're able to grow year round, but it's their poor soil quality that has kind of pushed their production into the aquaponic area. We supplement our light in for year round production. What does it look like in there? Like the next time we chat, and I hope we get to chat in the coming months, would you be able to take your phone and like, a two-minute tour. I am fascinated by this because I'm picturing in my mind this beautiful pond and relaxing water running and food growing, and it sounds pretty cool. It's my happy place. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, constantly flowing water. I get to look at these beautiful fish. Um, this year, we're looking at switching out the uh, koi and then maybe getting tilapia or trout so that every couple of months, we'd have fresh fish product uh, on top of our produce. So what's the goal? Like, are you, is this going to be a big business? What's the big plan with this? Um, ultimately, I, um, I'm, I'm looking at and I already in talks with uh, the chief at Norway House and getting these kind of uh, technologies onto indigenous reserves and um, pretty much going from there, um, more of like a social change in securing food sovereignty, trying to mitigate the amount of food waste ending up in the landfill. In North America right now, we're throwing away 11 million tons of produce annually. Tells me that we don't have a production issue, we have a distribution issue. And if our food is rotting before it gets to its destination, we need to shorten that. Well, and we've seen firsthand the food, the price of food is just incredible. It's a sustainability and an economic issue. I mean, it's absolutely crazy what people are paying for food. What are the easiest things to grow? If I'm a cheapskate, I'm getting spring is coming. And in your opinion, I want to start growing some stuff. 
what is going to give me the most bang for my buck? Because I'm also lazy. Honestly, I, I would. Uh, I started off neonates in my basement in a singular room. It does not take a lot to experiment with microgreens. It can be um, microgreens are incredible. They're really cheap to be able to produce. Um, there's only a seven to ten day before you harvest. And there's a study by the Cambridge University finding that microgreens are about 40 times more nutrient dense than their full grown counterparts. So what is it? Sorry sorry to interrupt you. What is what is a microgreen? What what is that? Basically, any vegetable that you grow as soon as their cotyledon leaves form, uh, you harvest. If you think back in the day, like chia pets, same kind of concept, except you harvest that off Um, because of the small stature of the plant itself. It has all the nutrients it needs till well after its uh, true leaves form. So with all of the phytochemicals and nutrients, they're that much more condensed in the uh, microgreen. Also, it can be a very healthy way to supplement a nutrient dense food source and be able to do it in a singular room in your house on a rack. I feel like an idiot because I didn't think anything could grow to full maturity in that length of time. That really surprises me. Even we start out with uh, peppers and peppers you would think wouldn't be able to grow in our climate. And I actually do a large uh, selection of peppers on top of in summer. You start the seeds early enough under a set of lights or even a south facing window and you can move those outdoors. Peppers are great because if you actually overwinter them, you can bring them back again the season after that. And they have a head start on it. So if you were to rotate them properly, uh, pepper production is actually really easy to do in this climate. Wow. So peppers are on the list. You wouldn't think it's just being able to sow early enough. But like the plan to be able to rotate lettuces in your back. Okay, lettuce. So lettuce and peppers. But I know- microgreens is one where you can get so much diversity through the one type of growing method. I would definitely uh, urge people to look into microgreens. I'm already getting hits on uh, our conversation on Twitch. People want website. They want more information. So uh, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to text you later and I'll get you to send me some web links and I'll put them on my website. It's fascinating. I feel like an idiot. I had no idea that this was going on in our town. And I'm so glad that I got to meet you. Well, we and- do have a storefront open every single Saturday. If you'd like to, if any, you or anybody else would look down, I do. I love to give tours of the farm and do the education. We have a market every Saturday from uh, 10 till 3, willing to give tours. We alongside of ACC and Braddon University and then tours for them also. So love to have anybody down that's their interest that is great and what is your location again Even if they don't buy anything just to go around there. okay 752 first street and back of the concept homes building okay saturdays the doors are open wow and for people who are growing things yeah. let's let's call this guy Ta- taylor uh and and he tries to grow things and there and 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 it ne- he never works his plants appear to die all the time C- can you give taylor a few tips on how to make sure that his plants sustain life and can bear fruit. Uh, every single type of crop you're growing is going to have different tricks of the trade. And that if the first time you fail, I urge people to try and try again, learn from your mix, experiment, always be trying to reach what that plant's needs are and try to meet them. Everything needs, whether it's well-drained soil or they need compact soil, every crop you're going to grow takes just a little bit of research and seeing what its needs are where its region is from you're trying to mimic the same kind of grow environment look at it and to be a forever student is for the rest of my life in this industry and you got to have that mentality when you're going into plants they're not all not all crops are going to work 
experimentation and a little bit of research can go a long way. And so do I call you an urban farmer? Is that what you're called, like an urban farmer or a building yeah. farmer? An urban farmer. Incredible. Gr- growing yep, vegetables. urban farm. So we don't use the traditional like um, monocropping. We also have no need for pesticides or anything like that. We're completely organic. And um, the way that I've been able to run my business, um, we have zero waste. The uh, Even if I drop off at Che Angela a pack of microgreens, uh-huh. it doesn't sell. I take it to the food rescue so that we're nice. trying to keep food out of the uh, landfill. Um, for every pack I do sell out of Shea Angela here in town, um, we donate one ounce of microgreens to the local Samaritan House Food Bank. I believe that food security and sovereignty shouldn't be for those who can afford it necessarily. I think good nutrients should be for all. Holy cow. How old are you? I, I'm 33. Good for you, man. You are you're an amazing person. I'm so glad that Thank I had you. you on the show. It's so incredible what you're doing, and I'm gonna we're gonna do a follow up for sure. Before I let you go, though, let's talk briefly about the event Saturday. Yep. I hope it still happens because we got this big snow coming, right? But um, I'm thinking that yeah. uh, you know this is going to be an awesome opportunity for people to come and meet you. Say they saw you on the show, get more information, and you're not alone. There's it's going to be a big event. Tell us what's going on. There's some great, great uh, local companies that I'm going to be sharing this uh, stage down there with. We're going to be doing some workshops from uh, Green Rabbit Farms. They specialize in mushroom growing, um, gourmet and edible varieties. We also have Smiley Worms, who is a local vermicompost and uh, um, compost supplier. We actually take all of our microgreen trays once they're harvested, give them to Martin. He composts them and then brings it back to us as a usable soil again. So it's not even our dirt that we throw away at, uh, with smiley worms. And then there will also be a workshop with uh, us talking more about a bit more in depth about the aquaponics and microgreen production. It's going to be at the Central Community Center uh, Saturday, 11 to 4, and it's going to be held by the Assiniboine Food Forest. Very excited about this. Cody, it's great to meet you. Thanks for being on. Great to meet you also. Thanks for having me. Take care. Cody from Neonutes, and uh, what a fascinating individual that is. That was informative. I can't believe that we're growing a significant amount of food in our own little town, and he's got fish going there. That is very, very cool. I'm so glad he came on. It was nice to meet Cody, and I'll have those links on my website again, tylerglenshow.com, 11 till 4. There's a list of your vendors, 529 4th Street, and I will post this as well on my website at tylerglenshow.com. Um, if you've got an event coming up, if you've got something interesting and cool you feel I should be talking about on the show, you can DM me, send me an email, say, hey, this person's cool. They got something cool going on. And uh, we'll do like we did with Cody and just to have you hop on. We got lots of time to have a chat and learn about people in our area. And they don't even have to be from our area. They could be from anywhere in the world, really. That kind of world going forward. And it was nice to have Cody on this morning. Let's let's sneak in some Bernice pictures. James Bond Island. So this was, I believe, from yesterday. Yeah, it was. Yesterday, Bernice was a James Bond Island in Thailand. Look at those cliffs. If you're listening to the podcast, they've got these beautiful boats that you see in movies. Little fishing boats. Little souvenir hut on the beach. And these giant, towering cliffs in Thailand. And the next picture we're looking at is a cliff in the middle of the water. It is a giant rock. Now, you would think to yourself, 
that's an island, but no, the, the erosion or the way that the, the bay is, has been contoured over time on James Bond Island. Maybe we've got some sun seekers who are, oh, they're long tail boats. Thank you. Oh, there's Bernice right there. Good morning, Bernice. You know, as we're showing our pictures, you could obviously do a little bit of a description for us. This is unbelievable. Bernice is in Thailand. <laughs> are you in your room, like watching on the phone? This is so cool. Why do they call it James Bond Island? Obviously, there was a James Bond movie that was likely filmed here. There's hubby. He's, oof, those cliffs, these rock formations that they've got are absolutely phenomenal, mind-blowing pictures. And I'm not going to lie. I get a little bit of anxiety looking at this picture. Man with the Golden Gun was filmed in this location. James Bond, he is in this crevice. That's Mr. Benice. At James Bond Island in Thailand, there is a crevice that is absolutely perfectly smooth. Sarah says, Thailand is amazing. It was our honeymoon destination. I would love to go back. How long is the flight? Because you would go Vancouver, wouldn't you? You'd go to Vancouver and then to Hawaii and then to Thailand. Is that how that jumping works? Somebody will share that, Sarah. There's Here's Bernice. Bernice, here you are having a drink. I'm hoping there was some kind of... Friday concoction in that coconut. Oh, that looks delicious. She's got her coconut drink. There are the long tail boats. And I can just hear the music in my mind as I look at a picture of these long tail boats. More ocean shots, shots of those long boats. And they have these th giant oars on the back to steer them. We went Vancouver to Hong Kong. And then how do I pronounce that? P-H-U-K-E-T? Is it, is it, is it? <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> P-H-U-K-E-T. It's not fuck. It is it? 23 hours from Winnipeg. Sarah's was a little faster, Bernice. Winnipeg, Vancouver, Hong Kong, Bangkok. It's Puckett or, but there's an H. So is it LOL, but I'm not getting an answer. I'm scared to say, I guess I could say, but it's, you know, it's, we have some impressionable people watching. I, we got little kids. Poo. Pukit. Oh, it's, it's Pukit. Oh, I got them both wrong. It's not Pucket or Pukit. It's Pukit. Okay. The H is silent. Well, then why have it? It's like jalapenos, right? <laughs> what, what do we need silent letters for? That's stupid. So Pukit. Pukit. Phuket? Phuket. Okay, regardless, 18 to 24 hours, and there is another crevice shot. Please don't swear for my young ears, says Uncle Bo. Yeah, you're not young ears. Right. I think the next step, if I didn't have a guest on at 8.30, I would have Bernice join us on the show. I don't know if she'd be up with doing that, but uh, these, these pictures are just as good. Oh, here's some shopping. So, looks like there's lots of jewelry. Reminds me of many of the markets you might see in other Caribbean countries like Mexico or the Bahamas or the Dominican Republic. Lots of seashells, lots of jewelry, just a tremendous amount of jewelry for sale. Wow. Well, Bernice, you're going to be excited to know that you are missing some snow. Uh, it hasn't come yet, but we are supposed to get walloped. So enjoy your time in Thailand. Some of the fruit. This is at the Banzan Market. Getting some some fruit, it looks like. Oh, I is it on right now? What's going on here? Somebody sampling the fruit. Oh, have a taste. I've never seen that fruit. Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, there's Bernice. Mm. That's good. That's good. I don't eat it all. I want to try this. <laughs> Save some for me. Is it on right now? Yeah, when you can try fruits that you don't get here. They don't really like it when you like put the seeds in your pocket and like try and get them back into Canada. It's, hey, I think I'm gonna. We'll talk to our buddy Cody from earlier this morning. Hey, how can we ten days here and then fourteen in Singapore? Oh my God, it's a world tour. Well, Bernice, you're traveling the world and you're the Tyler Glenn Show official uh, correspondent in Asia, and we will watch for your updates and we will we'll probably continue to update you next week. Bernice, be safe. Enjoy your time in Southeast Asia, and we will look for your updates. Peyton Oakton and Katie Ward. I can see them, and now I'm going to see if I can hear them. And then if I can, we're going to introduce you to them. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Oh, I can't hear them. Good morning. It's great to have you on the Tyler Glenn Show. How are you doing? What was for breakfast this morning? Um, Like a bun. A bun? <laughs> yeah. It was a bun breakfast. Is that how we're supposed to power our future athletes is with a bun? Probably not. Oh my gosh. What is it what is a normal athlete breakfast for you when for you volleyball players? Smoothies? Um, Are I, you into smoothies? I like smoothies. I probably have like toast, some a smoothie and then some fruit. Okay. Yeah. So who's who in the shot here? Who who is who here? Um I'm Katie. Okay. I'm Peyton. Okay. Thanks for being here. Tell us about your volleyball team. What's who do you play for? Um we go. We play for Westman Volleyball Club, U16 Wave. And so what does that mean? Do you play all over the place? Is it, uh, is it a league? or uh, t- Tell us a bit about your, your athletic life. So it's club volleyball. The club has been going on for 12 seasons. My dad created it 12 years ago, and okay. um, we compete all over Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and right now we're here to sponsor our trip to Alberta. Um, last year, we were lucky enough to get second in the province, so that's why we got into Best of the West. For being top three. Best in the West. Look at you. That is awesome. Best in the West. So what is your favorite place that you guys have gone to in all your travels? Could be close to home. It could be far away. Each of you, what is the favorite spot that you've traveled to with your volleyball? Uh, Well, I've only been playing for one season, so we've only really been to Winnipeg so far. So I'd probably just say the Dakota Center in Winnipeg. Okay. So in Winnipeg. All right. This is my fifth season, and... When I was in 13U, we went down to Minot, so mm-hmm. I'd have to say that's one of my favorites. All right. So it's pretty it's pretty localized travel. So this Alberta deal is a, is a big deal for y- you guys, yeah. right? And so what's going on with the lottery? Tell me about your fundraising efforts. What's happening? Uh, well, we're trying to get our 216U teams and our 117U team to Calgary for Best of the West and Nationals. So we started at 50-50 to raise money for bus fees. And so do is have ticket sales been going good? Yeah, I think our pot is uh, like 3000 I think. And the 50-50 is valid all over Manitoba. And we've had lots of people contribute to help us. So what do you have a website set up? Or you? I think I was sent a QR code, which uh, yeah. I, I'm going to see if I can pull that up here. Now, I'm really pushing my luck with technology, gals. I think it was so cute that Sharon said that you guys were nervous. You don't look nervous at all. This is just us like sitting at the kitchen counter. We just finished our buns and we're enjoying a coffee. And and I'm going to pull up this QR code. I'm going to attempt to do it. Just be patient with me. And then what people will do 
is aim your phone at your television set. Okay, how cool is this? Aim your phone at your TV, and you can instantly be taken away to this website where you can get a ticket. Here it comes. What was the biggest, most decisive win you have each had in your careers where you completely blew out the other team? And don't tell me you don't remember, because you always remember when you completely decimate another team. And just so they say face, you don't have to tell us who it is, but tell us where it happened. Can you do that? <laughs> um. I think mine was pretty recently. I think um, we played in Shiloh last weekend and we won against the team in the second set. And we, it was, the score was like 25 8. And I think that was a pretty big one. Wow. You feel the first game was, the first set was not as close. And I think that was the first game that weekend that we started playing as a team. Because the first couple of games before that, we were not playing as well. But I think that game was pretty good club volleyball for five years what is what is one thing that you still want to improve in your game that you're saying you know i just still i still don't i still don't got it i'd have to say probably honestly like my mentality like not being so hard on myself and like accepting that like it's okay to mess up and like just getting back into it and just like wiping it off and so what do you say to yourself do you just say because I'm, I, I mess up all the time, and so w- w- when you're talking right now, I'm going to take that advice. So go ahead. You tell, tell, tell me to tell me what I'll you tell you. Like, um, it's okay. Or get the next one, and it's really nice to have my team there. That's like, oh, it's okay. Like you got it, because that like boosts my confidence a little bit. But I don't have a, I don't have a team. I'm just, I'm all by myself. So I have be your to, own team. I be my own team. Well, you're my team right now. So when is this tournament in in Alberta that you're going to? How far out is it? Uh, Best of the West is at spring break. Oh, so it's coming um, fast. Yeah, so I think we're going out on the Tuesday, and the tournament starts like the Thursday, I think. Okay, so let's uh, let's see if we can get this fifty fifty higher for them again. Here is the QR code, and I'm going to put that on the screen so that you can take one more quick shot of it. And this has been so delightful. Your internet connection, gals, is just phenomenal. This is like the best call I think I've had on my show. Best of luck out west in Alberta and keep me posted. Let me know how it goes, okay? Thank you. Have safe travels and you know what? Get get on those smoothies. No more buns. This is gonna. Uh, I gotta whip you guys into shape here. We gotta get some some bacon. Do volleyball players eat bacon? Yeah. Oh, good. Let's just load up on the bacon. Let's get her done. You guys have a good weekend. Be safe, okay? Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks for coming on. It is. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. It's pool time in Thailand with Bernice. Good tunes. Good tunes. And this is interesting pool entertainment. Or this is this is the activity crew in Thailand. Okay, this is definitely interesting. It's uh, these are almost like professional dancers. I what a this is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. So they just dance. There's no volleyball. There's no well, the pool bar is open. I like the pool bar. Nice beach, says Tasha. Yeah, that's got the DJ going and people have. Someone's having a snack. Ah, beach burger. Wouldn't a beach burger be great for lunch today? Oh, wow. I don't want to get flagged for... They've got costumes and these big boots. 
big 70s style go-go dancer boots. I, I kind of am a fan of the boots. I don't know how I would look in the boots. I don't think they would fit me too good. This is at Bernice's Hotel in Thailand. Okay, Burger Lady, she's enjoying it. She's wiping her face saying, okay, this is this is good entertainment while I'm enjoying my pool, pool burger here. She's got two interesting looking drinks there. And it was a pool day for Bernice two days ago. And uh, she continues her tour of Southeast Asia. And we appreciate that she's keeping us updated as she continues on her journey. We are the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. If you are doing some spring break traveling like Bernice is, well, it's not necessarily spring break for her, but uh, spring break travel season is around the corner. I have some awesome news. For those of us who really hate going through airport security, fill those stupid plastic bins and know the rules, the ins and outs. It's So the liquid rule is, right, if you've got some, you cannot take a liquid on a plane if it's over 100 milliliters. And it's like your shampoo bottle, if you've got cologne, if you've got stuff in, I mean, liquids, that is not a lot of liquid. It was The rule was first introduced back in 2006 after a terrorism plot involving liquid explosives was foiled. And okay, that's that's a good reason. But now there is new technology at the airport. And so London is going to be first where you don't need that. The x-ray machines are getting more and more advanced. Everything, all oh, that stuff is just a, just a giant pain. I know it's necessary for us to travel, but again, it's nice to also see that Technology has caught up so that it can make travel that much more seamless. Under the new rules, liquid container allowance is getting bumped from 100 milliliters to 2 liters. You can take a a 2 liter container now in the UK. Talk about the pendulum swinging the other way. At first, I couldn't take a thimble of shampoo, and now I can take a 2 liter soda bottle. That's happening overseas. Hopefully, it makes its way. Can we take just a quick trip to Vegas, and we're going to Vegas because I wanted to show you Martha Stewart has opened a restaurant in Las Vegas, and I'm not a big Martha Stewart fan. Martha Stewart is good at food. This is the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. So we're going to take a quick gander over to Vegas and uh, take a look at some shots. The restaurant is designed to look like Martha's Bedford, New York home. It's even painted Bedford gray. Stone fireplaces, dining rooms, tons of copper pots and pans. Oh, Gaetan says the Paris. That looks like an actual, that actually looks like you're looking outside, but you're not. That's Hollywood lighting mixed with some 3D art. And so when you're in Las Vegas, sitting at Martha Stewart's restaurant, it looks like you're in Manitoba. (laughs) Oh, I so want to pretend like I'm in Manitoba eating Martha Stewart's food. Yeah, but that's, it's very interesting that, they're able to make that look so realistic. The decor is incredibly fancy and very classy. This is uh, the main dining room. If you sit on the patio, you'll have people constantly streaming by your table and you feel like you're dining in a mall, which means they're probably close to the strip. So if you do go and you're a fan of Martha Stewart and you want to check out a restaurant, there's your tip. Sit inside. Don't get a patio seat, they say. This person selected a table by the fireplace and waited for it to be clear. Chairs were comfortable and spacious. I would fall asleep in a chair like that. I think there is a point where your restaurant seating could be too comfortable, especially in Las Vegas. If you've been to Vegas and you have said, as we all do, we'll just walk. No, we're good. 
We'll walk over there. We'll walk to Marth. <sighs> this is so far. I'm so thirsty. And then you get to Martha Stewart's and you get in a chair like this and you've been out in the heat and you get a couple of drinks in you. <sniffs> Sir. Oh, here's some food prices. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Not in my budget exactly. So, you know, Martha's got to eat too. So you're looking at, um, you're looking at some, you're, you're not at, you're not at your fast food place anymore. Side dishes are, are $14, $16 US. Mac and cheese is $16 US. A Caesar salad is $18 US. Quentin says, I wonder if she's got a back room for the Snoop Dogg experience. Wouldn't that be amazing? Big Martha's pierogies, and they spell it weird, P-I-E-R-O-G-I-S, in brown butter. So chances are there's some brown sugar and butter on Martha Stewart's pierogies in Vegas. Ricotta stuffed zucchini blossoms, crispy shallots. And I find that high-end restaurants really, really do their Brussels sprouts amazingly. I was in Vancouver and had them done with bacon. Bacon and Brussels sprouts were meant to be together because Brussels sprouts suck. On their own, they're awful, just awful. And you put them with bacon and you just go, where this, this is how God intended us to eat our vegetables with bacon. And there's the entrance or the exit if you're saying goodbye to Martha Stewart's restaurant in Las Vegas at the Paris. have to do it for the show. Thanks for being a part of the show this week. It has been amazing. Thank you for um, buying a hoodie and a, and a mug. That is so sweet that we sold a, a hoodie and a mug, and they're going to be worn in Western Manitoba. That is just... I'm touched. I know the, sh- I know the store is there for a reason, but... We sold our first hoodie and mug. And thank you to those who are um, connecting their Amazon Prime accounts to their Twitch account. I do get notified when that happens, and I do appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a great day. Be safe. The snow is coming. I will have updates for you throughout the weekend and we'll do this again on monday thanks for being part of another great week of the tyler glenn show thanks to our guests today be safe have a fun weekend and we'll see you again next week okay